Welcome to the Smiling Homeschooler Podcast. My name is Ben Wilson, and this week we thought we would talk about how you can help those around you who are just getting started homeschooling. We thought this might be a good topic since many people are having to try some form of homeschooling for the first time in their entire life, and you could be a big help to them. But before we begin, we also want to thank our sponsor, Teaching Textbooks. They make math fun, and you should go check out their website over at teachingtextbooks.com. Let's get going. Here's my dad, Todd Wilson. Well, Ben, you look like you've got some uh, white patches on your hands and arms. Uh, what are you working on? Well, we started on, or well, we started our bathroom a couple <laughs> weeks ago and weekends ago, and uh, and we got into the thick of it this last weekend and did the drywall, put it all up, and then started mudding, and then uh, did the second coat this evening with my brother uh, helping me. Uh, so Rissa is like, get it done right now quickly because i'm going to go nuts if it's not and i'm like well it takes time and i can't just wave my hand she's like well how come everyone else all can do it in a weekend and i'm like i don't know we should have a we should have a conversation like how to uh how to something survive home projects because moms you put a lot of pressure on us husbands when you like watch hgtv or how about Extreme Home Makeover, where they do an entire house, they tear it down, and they build a new one like overnight or in a couple days. And it just doesn't seem fair. Um, same thing with us. We're working on uh, our bedroom, like our bedroom suite that we haven't painted in 20-some years. And we live in a 110-year-old house, so there's some cracks to patch and things to fix. And we pull up some carpet. So there's like a place in the floor that has to be fixed. And I can tell every time we pick one up or move something, your mom goes, oh. It's another piece you know, of like, work. Oh, yeah. do we have to? Can we just can we just put the bed there so we can't see it? And exactly. Like, no, we have to do it right. I'm not going to get another opportunity. So we have to do it right. So, yep. I don't know. Yeah, it's true. It's, it's it's stressful. I mean, I get like the whole wanting to just burst it and, you know, do it super fast and just get it bang it out in a day but it's just it's not realistic it's and everything that, you can't and do it. unless just, you're a professional yeah. and you know how to do every single thing so moms on behalf of all the husbands back off <laughs> and let we us. don't actually know what we're doing probably but that's or if right. we do it takes time so that's right but, so well, since this uh, week we were, we had a podcast a couple weeks ago that we, you might have gotten to watch the second part of already on video, but talking about um, homeschooling conventions. But since a lot of those are getting canceled right now, we thought maybe we would this week uh, continue to talk about kind of everyone being, you know, the whole nation in general, all the kids, most, I don't know if it's every school, but most, I think every, almost every school is home. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of people, I've seen memes and jokes and stuff talking about homeschoolers, you know, and everything that they're the ones who had it already figured out, you know, and all that. Um, but they're honestly, maybe people who, if they're not going to be homeschooling permanently, at least for the time being and, uh, or at least interested, you know, this is an awesome opportunity for people who, um, you know, you might be able to actually, uh, they actually have to think about homeschooling right now in terms of what it is. And, and if you are, are obviously listening to this and you probably are a homeschooler and this is a great opportunity to potentially help someone who is new to homeschooling or just in general. So, um, dad, I know you've kind of talked about this in the past, uh, but maybe launch us off and what you think some good ways, uh, you know, a mom could, uh, help some of the people around her. Well, you know, I, I think, uh, and it is kind of a weird thing that we've gone from a, nation that kind of was skeptical about homeschooling at least the powers that be were 
to a nation that is all about homeschooling right now. Uh, and I know there have been some memes of, in fact, we posted one that said, welcome to the jungle, you know, to all the moms out there. Uh, I just got one today that someone said uh, they saw a uh, one of those public school moms who's now kid is in uh, homeschooling and they were out, they saw him outside scraping the my child was the, the student of the month bumper sticker off their bumper you know <laughs> <laughs> Just, you exactly. know and maybe that's where we should begin um, because maybe you're gonna have some opportunities um, because your non homeschooling friends who are now homeschooling friends I assume they're gonna come up to you the only people they know and they're gonna say I don't even know what I'm doing. What should I do? And I'll just tell you right off the bat, mom, you have a great opportunity um, to not encourage them to be more academic because that's not our goal. Our goal is to encourage them to enjoy these time, these days with their children, to take the most of them, to make the most of these uh, times. And maybe it will continue on. Maybe they'll see the beauty of it because they're already feeling overwhelmed. I know you're overwhelmed oftentimes. And I think we need to see uh, all these new moms as not like they've, they're, you know, they're, they're uh, taking off from where we've, you know, where we've brought them or I know people in the old days, you know, 30 years ago, 20 years ago, you say, oh, we're the homeschool pioneers. And they kind of look at us as like the homeschool settlers, uh, you know, like, like Ben, like, oh, you're, you're, you know, you're, you're basing it off all. But the truth is almost every homeschooler when they start <coughs> is a pioneer um, because some of them have never done it. They've never been, they don't know another homeschooler and it's a scary thing. Uh, and especially if you've kind of uh, spent the last however many years thinking somebody else was gonna do a good job and now it's all your responsibility. Um, so, I, and in fact, I was gonna ask, uh, maybe the mom's listening, if you have some friends uh, who are around you who are already asking you those questions. And so I would just maybe begin by remember what it was like when you first started homeschooling. Um, because I know some of you moms have done it for a long time or for at least a few years. Uh, and I remember those first days uh, when we started. I don't know if Ben remembers, but it was very, a school at our house you know we we didn't have an american flag where it had to say the pledge uh, of allegiance yeah we did maybe we, we had a little tiny yeah, one but we didn't we have did like the one pledge. In, a, in a stand and you know because that's what we all grew up in we yeah i pledge allegiance to the flag probably my older my youngest kids can't even say the pledge uh, i don't even know if they know what they, the american flag looks like i'm not sure they, they, they i think they do I think they, they saw it on something. Yeah, that's on a, true. A, they saw it on an old Navy shirt. Or a movie or something, I think. Maybe. Or a movie. Yeah, that's right. Um, but, uh, you know, those early days, they're scary days. And you're kind of using your grid and you're thinking, how do I replicate it? And you think, oh, I've got to have these seven classes or whatever. And I'm going to go from class to class and it's going to take all day. And uh, just remember what it was like, you know, uh, as you're, you're talking to them, uh, you know, and all the things, you know, we have that book, Lies Homeschooling Moms Believe. And in fact, I have it right here because I was just doing a little webinar. We have that Lies Homeschooling Moms Believe. And, you know, and, and really all these moms are, are 
facing all these lies right off the bat. Um, you know, they think you've got it under control. You all, you know what you're doing. You're so smart and they're so dumb. And you were just made, you were made to homeschool and they were made not to homeschool. Um, so remember that. And then uh, Ben and I were just talking right before this that, that you need to be real. And Ben, you know, when, when I even say that, I mean, cause I've given a workshop lots of times on this. Uh, but when I say that, what do you, what do you think of when I say that? I just think like, especially if you're interacting with someone who's a new homeschooling, you know, homeschooler is it's easy, I think, to slip into like best case scenario in explanation of what you do. You go, well, what we do is we do about this amount of time and we do this many things and it all goes like this. And in reality, that's more like your ideal of what would be, you know, happen versus actually realistic is we just do what we can. We get started, you know, as soon as whenever we try and when it all happens or whatever, you know, we usually end up uh, having crying kids or we don't get everything done or whatever it may be. But just being realistic, you know, I think it's like also, you know, you always hear that in, uh, you know, like in working out or something like that, you know, people go, oh, yeah, I work out, I don't know, probably five times a week or whatever. But then realistically, it's like, well, maybe once every other week or something like that, you know, but people's yeah, right. ideal is they work out five times a week. But the right. realistic is it does. That's on like the best week they've ever had in their life, you know, uh, or whatever it may be. So you can interchange it. So to me, it's why just do you think, why do we do that? Uh, why do we? Because I think people yeah. think um, I'm going to lose face or I'm going to look. I just want to uh, not look like a, you know, in their eyes, they think they're going to look like failure or admitting to weakness or whatever that may be. Um, that someone's going to be judging them, I think, is a big one. That someone's going to go, man, you only do that much time with your kids in school. Like, how are they ever going to, you know, make it in life type deal? Um, and I think people put a lot of that kind of, uh, you know, feel of that. Well, mom, throw that, that. throw that feeling out the window. Throw that feeling out the window. And really, I'm just going to encourage you just to tell them like it is. Uh, again, we've said before, you don't have to be the homeschool poster child. You know, the movement doesn't, you know, sit on your shoulders. But I will tell you this, that, you know, I send out a weekly email uh, to moms and to dads, and I've been doing it for almost 18 years. When I write an email and tell them how good a dad I am, nobody writes me. No one says, well, that's really cool, Todd. You're a great dad. When I tell them I'm a loser dad and I screamed at my kids and we didn't accomplish anything, the dad's right out of the woodwork. And they say, oh, you're just like me. So I think if you want people to identify or you want people to talk with you and to um, be able to identify with you, it's not gonna be from your ideals. It's gonna be from your real struggles. I wanna thank our sponsor, Teaching Textbooks. Teaching Textbooks is one of the best math curriculums available and our family has used them for many, many years and we've loved it. Their newest version of the curriculum is better than ever. You can connect from Windows, Macs, Chromebooks, and even smartphones. Every math problem explained and demonstrated in an easy to understand way that takes the stress and some of the responsibility away from you. Teaching Textbooks stores your child's grades so you can easily ensure they're learning and you can still check their progress. Teaching Textbooks makes math fun and you should go visit the website over at teachingtextbooks.com for a free trial or to view a sample lesson. Also, if you'd like to support us in another way, head on over to thesmilinghomeschooler.com and check out the store for some amazing books that will be sure to make you smile. And a couple people here are mentioning things like they just can't, there's just no way you can jump into homeschooling this seamlessly and stuff like that. And we're not necessarily saying these people are going to, you know, instantly be homeschooling full or anything like that. But it's just people are being opened 
their eyes to this topic and um, and you know this is something that they maybe have to look into a little bit and it's just being there so that you can potentially help direct them to it maybe in the future going forward it's not to say like here's how to jump in from literally never homeschooling to just homeschooling you know that's not the goal really um and also like the whole like a couple people mentioned like smoothly running homeschool i mean the point is like it's not necessarily like the ideal for them is not going to be like oh if someone's starting out it's not here's how to have a perfectly functioning every day or whatever, you know, at school, because that's most likely not going to happen, you know. So just, you know, just to make sure it's it's not the point is not how to help all your friends just instantly have a fully functioning everything at home. It's it's just to help them potentially be interested and keep continuing to do this, you know, uh, down the road. But yeah, that was my thought there, just because I see a couple of people commenting <laughs> that. <laughs> okay. And I would, you know, really, honestly, if somebody said, came to me, and I haven't met anybody because I'm keeping a safe social distance. Um, uh, I would say, don't worry about it. Your kids are going to be fine. You know what I would worry about or work on? I'd work on just having fun as a family. Mm -hmm. I would enjoy it because you're just going to frustrate yourself. You're going to frustrate your kids. Um, you know, I'm going to guess if they're in a public school, they've got some online stuff. And, you know, all they have to do is sh to show up. What I would do is I would... Uh, I would maybe limit um, some of those other activities, you know, because I think it would be easy for your kids to just get on video games, maybe play all the time or just watch TV all the time. And I'll tell you, I mean, we play, play my, our kids have probably played more video games in the last week than they have in a long, long time. I don't know what it is about the coronavirus, but it just feels like, I feel like Dev, mom's like, ah, who cares about school? You know, yeah. we're in a coronavirus. Yeah. I feel the same way. I've got this like, mental ah uh, who cares yeah, right. this is the coronavirus yeah this is like so you get like two weeks vacation right and i'm like no i have to keep working regardless and i actually we are an essential thing here in indiana and we only have like three people in the office anyway but um <laughs> so i don't get off but she just is basically thinking like well everyone else is having fun time off you know so i get that and i hear someone said i think a good thing is um i fear they'll hate homeschooling because they're still trying to do school by the school system i had a mom stressing over kindergarten like drop it go play and i think that's yeah. one of the things I was going to say is, um, you know, just trying to encourage them to relax a little bit, you know, everyone's in the same boat, no one's getting behind all of that. And just try to tr somehow show them, you know, that it's, it's, it's okay. And obviously they're in public school because they believe that's, well, maybe that's not a belief, but they just do it, you know, so it is going to be tough, you know, and I, we understand that, but, uh, you know, just trying to, if someone starts saying that to them, be the voice of confidence that they're not going to get ruined by any of this. And I think that is really important. Um, and, and someone said, what is uh, she said, I have friends wanting me to tell her how to have it happen right away. Like, you know, get into it. And, well, yeah, good luck. <laughs> I hope that works well, out. And I think it was it. Remember we had Diane Kraft on here. Um, I don't know how long ago, a year ago, maybe. And she was saying that, you know, really for a homeschooler, for, every year they've been in a public school or even a private school, they should have a month off, you know, as you ease back into the system. And so, you know, if you got a kid who's in the fifth grade, you know, maybe again, maybe you're just going to take the rest of the year to do some simple things. Maybe you're going to just, you know, do those math things, teaching textbooks, or maybe you're just going to, you know, review the stuff that he's been learning 
and maybe just introduce them to like books. Mm. Um, and I'll tell you, there are a lot of kids who've never read anything or, or, but again, and I think too, that maybe take it upon yourself to steer them in some smiling directions, you know, things that will encourage them. Um, there are some philosophies out here in the homeschool world that if you point them in that direction, they are destined to be overwhelmed and to fail. Um, and they're just going to give up because they're going to think, I can't do that. I can't do any of that stuff, you know, or send them, send them our way to the smiling homeschooler um, or other people who are just encouraging in, you know, relationship and learning together as you relate. Because um, I know it's hard. Go ahead, Ben. No, I mean, it's not just, you know, this isn't just people who are switching from, you know, having to not do school, public school because of the coronavirus. This is, you know, people who are just interested in general or maybe it's a new mom, you know, who has just young kids or something like that. Um, and one of the things I think is, is just don't overdo it, you know. I mean, it's real easy when you're, you know, super... Um, you know, super focused on something, it's part of your everyday life. Um, you know, it's really easy if someone asks you to just, you know, just to be a flood of that information. And, and um, you know, when, if, if that's what you're feeling, the vibe for that person that is what they're needing or wanting, then go for it. But I think it, it can be hard or easy to just overwhelm with like, here's all the things we do and here's all the stuff you can do. When in reality, I would say like starting out, like dad just said, take it simple and try to, you know, boil it down to building those relationships and just getting used to that, I think is, is really, is really good. Um, and I also and I think, get, oh, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Nope. Go for it. I was going to say, I'd, I'd get theological on them. I mean, if they're Christians, I'd say, Hey, God, God gave your children you, you know, that you're perfectly capable of training your kids for everything they need to know, especially, you know, when they are kindergarten, when they're just considering it. And these are not ones who are being thrust into it, you know, to just be able to say, hey, you know, I know your heart wants to be with your kids because they do. And that's why they're talking to you about this anyway. And just say, hey, God made you smart enough to figure it out. You know, that I would just encourage the heart of the mom. Um, there are going to be some moms who this is a stopgap measure only. You know, they're going to, as soon as they say, school's back in, those kids are going to be on the doorstep. You know, but the ones who, the moms who think that they might, or I think this might be a great opportunity to just encourage them in really the direction that God's already moving in their hearts. Uh, and I know that some moms are like, they're scared to death of gaps. You know, they, they're like, I'm going to have, they're, but what if they have gaps? Just, you know, I would just look them dead in the eye and say, everybody has gaps. It's gaps are okay. Gaps happen. Then what movie is that from? Uh, I don't know. I was reading a comment. <laughs> what was it again? Gaps happen? Yeah. Oh, uh, is it Bugs Life maybe? Yes, it's That's, Bugs Life. Yeah, Good job. Exact, I don't think, but it's close. Gaps happen. Gaps happen, oh, yeah, your highness. Right. Yes, it is. Don't <laughs> that's true. That's true. I'm right. But gaps do happen. You know, you grew up and went to school and you have gaps. Everybody has gaps. It just, it's okay to have gaps. Um, and I I just think that we're, you because everybody's so afraid of them, 
But again, everybody has them. Mm -hmm. I think this is actually a really good comment. Melanie said, uh, when my friend said, all parents just got their teacher's credentials overnight, she said, I corrected with, all children have uh, been returned to their original teachers, the ones that taught them talking and sitting and holding a spoon, et cetera. I think that's really, really good because it is true. Like you are the teacher. And that's something I would really uh, encourage you and something that people can't really argue with either is you know your kids or should know your kids better than anyone else. You know, so really lean into that idea of, you know how your kids are, you know how they learn, like you just, the coolest part about all this is you get to personalize it, you get to have that one-on-one interaction that your teacher, their teacher will never have with them. That's something that a mom can never be beaten in, you know, if that makes sense. Um, So that's something I think is really cool and something I would highlight. And I also would say, be there. If someone is saying, oh, it's just so hard, just listen and being, you know, encouraging there. Uh, You know, you don't have to necessarily... Uh, give a solution. Well, try this curriculum instead or anything like that. But just, I think, you know, a lot of people, if there is someone who's, you know, new or, uh, again, this is applies to any time, anytime there's a new homeschooler, any homeschooler, just being there to listen, I think is super important because obviously, uh, they're gonna, it's gonna be tough regardless of, you know, if they stick with it, if they're new from the virus or new in 10 years from now, it's, it's tough. So that's never going to change. <laughs> right, right. And I would just see yourself like, you know, as an old lady, um, who maybe Aunt B, you know, that, that every mom who comes up to you overwhelmed, doesn't matter what, where they're in their homeschool journey, but you just kind of pat their hand and go, oh, honey, it's going to be okay. Your children are just fine because they're home with you and you're going to do a great job. Because I think that's what moms want to hear because they don't believe it. Um, in fact, if you haven't bought our uh, homeschool encouragement cards, we've got some on our website at Smiling Homeschooler. Um, that you can get those and man, when those here, I got some that you could, you know, give some of these, send some of these to maybe the, some of those homeschoolers and you know, they're, they're, they've got a little funny thing on the outside, but on the inside, it just says you're doing a great job. And then you get to sign it again. How many moms would love to get some cards like that? Uh, in fact, if you talk to us, give me a call, you can message me through Facebook or whatever, even just leave a comment and I'll get a hold of you. Um, we'll get, you know, if you want to do a whole bunch of them from your homeschool co-op and they want to send them out to different people, we'd be happy to, uh, make you a great deal. Hey, um, before we close out this thing, let me just say, um, I, I know that, uh, several moms have written and just said some of the fun things are doing that, um, in light of being home. I know you're already home, but again, in light of being forced indoors, cause it does feel a little bit. If you've never lived in a snow climate, it feels a little bit like a blizzard uh, where everybody's kind of hunkered down in their homes. And I'll tell you, I would guess, Ben, you might have some good feelings of snowstorms and uh, when the, you know, you're worried about the electricity. Um, and again, I think you should not concentrate so much on doing math lessons, but maybe more on root beer floats or Uh, just some fun things that you can do as a family that your kids will remember these times, um, not as scary times, but as the most wonderful times of their life. Um, Not because you did a lot of fun things, but because you did a lot of fun things at home. And I know I remember mom saying, yeah, but if we do that, they won't learn as much. And I'm like, yeah, what's the worst case scenario? And they're like, that they'd have a great time and love being home. I'm like, that doesn't sound too bad, does it? So, Mom, have a great week during coronavirus. 
week three or two or whatever it is. And don't forget to smile. Thank you for being part of another episode of the Smiling Homeschooler podcast. We hope you are given the opportunity to help someone else that might be trying to homeschool for the first time. Also, enjoy this special time with your family. This is the kind of thing that doesn't happen very often. I also want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring the Smiling Homeschooler podcast. They make math fun, and you can check out their website over at teachingtextbooks.com. Have a great week, and as always, keep smiling. Be still, my soul, thy God doth undertake to guide the future as he has the past. Thy hope, thy confidence, let nothing shake. All now mysterious shall be bright. Still my soul, the waves and winds still know his voice who rolled them while he dwelt below in you. Still